0: Welcome back to the Queers and Quam's podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ajara Eubanks. What's up, y'all? This is yes, And uh, we're back for another episode we're of Queers back. and Quam's. And we've got exciting news. Congratulations are in order this week. Something like that. <laughs> um, for those of us who are new to our podcast um, and following us, me and, me and Yazmina are athletes. Yeah. Um, I and know, We've right? got a pretty good athletic resume, I think. A little something, something. <clears throat> I know
1: we we've talked some about it on this podcast, but we we haven't like dove deep into like our athletic backgrounds. I know we told how we got into martial arts a couple of times, but yeah, you may have forgotten that we are martial artists and have done many other sports throughout our athletic careers. And so this is the episode where we get to talk about that.
0: Yeah. And Oof.
1: unpack some being an athlete, being a gay female athlete and what that's like for
0: us absolutely and before we go yasmin is a got another gold medal to add to her wall yes sir. just this past weekend as of this recording just this past weekend yasmin is now a gold medalist for gold waco medalist at waco national championships
1: we flew out this past weekend to tennessee and came back with the medal and took some heads off um on the way so so much fun um so that is a kickboxing tournament so um they they have a bunch of different rule sets but my rule set was uh hands box boxing kicking and knees um so one of the biggest differences between the martial arts that i do and shajara does is she does mma which is um got everything Mixed martial everything arts. under think cage sun. fighting I, yeah. do <laughs> I do ufc i do ufc <laughs> yeah, so that is a little different than what I've been doing, but she's been a great coach and mentor for me and coached me through this uh gold medal that yeah. uh, that our gold medal. Shout out to Level Up. That's where that's where I train out of and Level up. um yeah.
0: In Bowie, Maryland. Um and as soon as this podcast is over, you guys go over to Queers and Calms Instagram and to Yasmin's Instagram um and watch this poor girl this just yes, beat the brakes off this poor girl i'm sorry Why is it she's always listening. poor girl and not good job you know that is you know what that's valid because that happened to me and i should know better come
1: on it's always poor girl shawty should have had her hands up she should have been ready because i no, came ready
0: the only reason no only only poor girl because she did not know her coach did not let her know what she had signed up for that weekend i don't know what she thought. Um, But shout out to all the women um, and men, this women weekend. athletes men, who competed
1: general, this weekend. Yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. at Waco National Championships. It'll, it's my first. I, I doubt it. it's going to be my last. So, yeah, y'all stay tuned on our Instagram. You'll Please. see all of our fights. Anything that Sarge has got coming up will be posted on Instagram. Anything that I've got coming up will we post it on Instagram?
0: Yeah. Um and it's been a pleasure. It's been real cool for me as your as your older sister to kind of guide you, like not guide you but sort of be like hey, as your sister, some of the things I did right and wrong in training and as an athlete to be able to pass on the knowledge. Yeah, of, I mean, I've got the best drinking. team. I've got yeah. the best team underneath oh, and, and that's
1: how you get successful as an athlete and yeah and,
0: and no seriously guys, it's hard to find to the highlight reel is amazing
1: <laughs> the highlight <laughs> reel
0: yeah more highlight reels to come yes in last the future. plug but definitely go check that out but no yeah. it's been amazing for you yeah yeah what's it like transitioning from gymnastics to martial arts Like what's the biggest difference you think wow that there's so many differences
1: and um just to give a little bit of background i did gymnastics from the age of two until i was nearly 21 so a long time i did a long time in gymnastics and um if you've never watched any gymnastics it's very just like poised and supposed to be graceful and feminine and like like fighting is the complete opposite it's (laughs) gritty it's aggressive it's you know you can let out like that aggression and it's not really looked down upon like in gymnastics when you do a good routine like even if you're against the other um your other opponent you're like good job girl like you know you know it's yeah. it's a much different atmosphere yeah. it takes a completely different body type skill set mm-hmm. um you've got to be flexible you've got to kind of you you got to be very conformed mm-hmm. as well like one great one of the greatest thing I I love about fighting is the you can do so much so many different things like yeah. you've got literally Muay Thai is called the sport of eight limbs you have eight different weapons and more than that a lot of times that you can yeah. use to to get the job done whereas gymnastics is like you have your skills you do them over and over and over again to perfect them and mm-hmm. then you go and you show a polished effort and mm-hmm. everyone's like that's so great we've got to have these great fake politics and everything <laughs> and um definitely very different and but it has translated really well into martial arts i have the flexibility i have the strength yeah. that I, and i think that sets me apart from a lot of the girls and probably in the work the ethic category. yeah probably the work definitely. ethic definitely
0: like like jasmine i think is downplaying it she was a gymnast for temple university yeah. this is D1 collegiate gymnastics level. we're yeah. talking about No, we're not talking about, like, backflips at, like, (laughs) kindergarten here. This is, like, legit gymnastics. So I'm assuming some of that work ethic is also translating well for you. Work ethic,
1: dedication. Like, you were not able to be good at gymnastics if you only did it, like, occasionally. Mm -hmm. It's not one of those sports that you can just pick up and be good at. Like, you have to work constantly and consistently to be a great athlete in general. And so, yeah, being having done that since the age of two, like it's been ingrained in my head. I'm going to push to be the best athlete that I can yeah. at all points in time. Yeah. And um, that is a sense of internal motivation that I had to grow that I got from gymnastics. Yeah. And so, yeah, that that's the biggest thing. And I've played a little bit of tennis. Mm-hmm. I was, um, um, my whole family plays tennis. I know you played tennis in college. You were a multi-sport athlete yourself. Yeah, so. I did a little
0: bit, played a little I don't you know, I don't like to put basketball on my resume, but I did play high school basketball, but definitely played a lot more tennis. um, Middle school. Yeah. They put me in for defense. I was that big bitch. I def wow, (laughs) me too. I scored like six points in all four years of high school basketball. (laughs) But how many times did I set blocks and picks? I set the picks. They
1: put me in to set the pick. Like literally
0: um i also was the bruiser i definitely had no problems catching a foul i was setting the pick oh absolutely no no problems a couple of times i mean the girl didn't have a ball so you know it wasn't a shooting foul Hey.
1: No ball, no no playing, no
0: game. <laughs> do not want to come down my lane. So yeah, we've got we've got quite the um athletic resume between the two of us. And sure. congratulations again! I'm super excited to watch. Thank, this thank you. New phase in your journey. And I'm counting on my fingers. I'm like, you know, I've always known you've done gymnastics. And I'm like, wow since two years old. I'm counting. I'm like, wait a minute. Yasmin's been an athlete longer than I have.
2: <laughs> like, like, oh yeah. For those y'all who don't on, know, like, I'm the years. older sister by
0: quite a bit. <laughs> I have 13 years of. Martial arts, yeah. Um, I've been, mm-hmm. I mean, I played high school sports, so I guess technically I've been an athlete, but I feel like you've had more intense, yeah, athletic training, structured, throughout structured athletic. athleticism yeah. since you were two. I didn't get into structured athletics until, yeah, I was like 15. Mm-hmm. So you got a nice head start. That's one of the things about gymnastics,
1: too, it's very structured, yeah. Every, you know, you've got to stand a certain way. You've got to wear your leotard a certain way. Your hair has got to be pulled up and out of your face. You have to present a certain kind of way. And so, like, um, moving into a, a sport where I really feel like I can, like, I'm I'm kind of a little bit mad that it took me this long to find martial arts. And, and it's been so natural for me to pick up. Um, but gymnastics had a lot to do with that. But I'm finally able to, like, do something that is natural. Cause gymnastics didn't come natural to me. Mm,
0: mm-hmm. Like
1: I wasn't built for gymnastics really. Yeah. I just really liked doing it. And so I had to work yeah. harder than everybody else yeah. to be a good gymnast. Yeah. And, um, I don't, I don't feel like that's the case in Muay Thai. Not that I, like I work hard because I want to, but yeah. not, I don't think that I need to work. I'm working hard to like, bridge a gap or something. Yeah. You know, the athletic ability is coming easily to me versus some other sports that don't. So, or some other people who try to do like, just an example, Roxanne Montefiore, who just fought her last fight in the UFC. She's a a UFC flyweight, been in the division forever. She said herself, she was like, look, I'm not a natural athlete. Yeah. And, but I just worked hard and and built what, with what I had. And so being able to use my natural Mm -hmm. athleticism in a sport, um, It's been very fulfilling and will continue to be
0: as I keep getting better because I have no plans on stopping anytime soon. Yeah. (laughs) As your sister, as a fellow athlete and as um, an emerging trainer and coach, I mean, I lick my chops. Like, she's already an (laughs) athlete. She's been an athlete forever. And sometimes that is, like, Roxanne Monteferri is a good example. I thought of myself immediately. I was like, it took me the first four years of jujitsu just to lose like i was 200 pounds when i started so it took me the first couple of years just to get into any kind of i kind of had to cover that gap jiu-jitsu came really naturally to me yeah. but just being in athletic shape like le- like training like like that was some that was foreign to me like getting up and going to the gym every day was foreign to me before 22 years old yeah like that was like <laughs> eating vegetables like that was like foreign to me before 22 right. years old mm-hmm. so a lot of times i'm watching your development and like uh, you know also as an athlete too like You've started your martial arts journey on like fire, like you're like blazing. You're coming out the gates, like, yeah, four and zero finishing girls, four well, four finishes, like you know. And at first, like you know, as a trainer, you want to be like, okay, we gotta give an athlete an athlete that goes like too good, too fast. Sometimes you gotta humble them in the gym, or you gotta humble them. In, you don't want them to be humbled when they're like ten and zero, right. and they get their first loss, and they're like their whole Distraught. world couples. right, <laughs> but honestly with your gymnastics background like you've been through that already yeah like you've been through I mean, the ups and the downs of I know competition what like to lose. as well yeah. yeah i've been competing my whole life so my like, god so... yes i don't even have to teach her how to lose <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and now you've been through that and you're just man so super exciting bright future yeah, ahead for yeah, you Yeah, definitely super exciting for both of us we're doing good things over here so make sure y'all don't only support um, the podcast, but definitely follow our athletic careers because um, it's super exciting to watch um, Yasmin as she grows and, and it gives me motivation. Every time I come down here, I coach mm-hmm. you. I run back to the gym. I train up in Jersey and I'm like, all right, guys, when, when's my turn? I'm ready to go next.
1: <laughs> it's time to go. Yes.
0: Lead from the front. I'm yeah. like, I got I to gotta train just as hard as, as, yeah. I, as I see my kid sister doing. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that just got me thinking another thing about gymnastics. Um, and just being an athlete, a female athlete in particular is like body image. And I know that's something as a fighter that, you know, we deal with weight on a daily basis. Um, making weight before a fight, staying on weight in between camps, checking our weight on a daily basis. But that is some, one thing I feel that is different than a lot of sports is that, it is an open conversation Mm -hmm. in a lot of times. Like, Mm -hmm. in gymnastics, it it was never said aloud. It was always whispered. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that girl's kind of thick. You know, she... She's built like, you know, it always was kind of expected to Mm -hmm. be small, be in shape, this that and the other. But it was never like it was never an open conversation. It was never how do you get there healthily? It was never that. And so like I am transitioning into a sport where weight is still like a very prevalent thing, but it's approached in a much healthier way, I feel like. So it's been easier for me to not feel like I um, need to be ashamed with the body that I'm in. Like in gymnastics, nice. it was like, you know, there were times where I'm like, you know, the th- I'm the thick black girl on the team, right? And, and I just remember being in college and like trying on leotards. And I'm like, look, I'm just built differently than these girls. I need an, I need an extra large. Like, my shoulders are yeah. about two inches wider than the rest of these girls. My thighs are big. I've, I'm strong. And I'm still athletic. I'm carrying all this weight just fine. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of always, like, mm, a little, you know. Little side eyes. Yeah, they don't a have leotards or like, size. And, and fighting is different. Everyone's like, shit, everyone's struggling. Everybody makes everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say,
0: all of us have body image issues, <laughs> so we're open about it. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> all of us are overweight no (laughs) we all no it it is it is definitely um interesting the the fact that weight and body is so prevalent in both sports but in different ways And it is like like at the highest levels of mma like mma fans can be kind of brutal about it but they are all like it's less about how fighters look and more about like did you make the weight or not right did you make the weight like no one cares how you look making the weight yeah and even then like Missing weight in MMA is, like, it happens so often. Like, there's always a little, like, <laughs> flash in the pan. Everyone gets real excited, and then no one cares. You you fight the next day, and everyone's over it. Your pocket might feel it when you're on the pro level. You get your little penalty. But it is interesting. There's definitely a lot. Yeah. In MMA, most people don't care as much what you look like. And yeah. everyone just cares what weight class you're in. That's it. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, and you're coming up in a time in MMA where it's definitely a lot more educated. Yeah. Like, when I started, we were still, like... Just roughing it out. I would wear plastics to cut weight for like a week. I would be sparring in like, <laughs> in head to toe sweatsuits, like the plasticky. For those of us who are listening, like layman, every fighter and athlete and wrestler is cut weight knows exactly what I'm talking about. But for our layman, they give you these. You ever go to the gym and you see the old guys in the trash bag? Like yeah. Those are. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. So I would wear those for like weeks on end, like sparring, running. I'd wake up and put the thing on. Yeah, that on. sounds unhealthy. And so now. <laughs> now as the older sister i don't run through this game and i was like okay now especially with the ufc and and cutting weight being such a big thing it's definitely done in a lot healthier way now everybody's definitely. eating better and mm-hmm. rehydrating properly and so you're also coming along at a good time where we're not cutting like assholes anymore <laughs> thank god jeez <laughs> there's science it makes now. it it makes it a little easier for sure yeah um, we definitely have yeah. some science
1: and i'll say last thing about like gymnastics and this can kind of open up the conversation to other sports i feel like um there are like traditionally more um sports that are more feminine and then there are like traditionally sports that are more like like gritty like you know you see the gritty girls in there like you know more masculine tough like, I don't want to label them gay because okay. there are straight people who do those sports. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. when you think Oops. of like, the, people <laughs> always ask me when I was walking around with my team, like, oh, either I, you know, you run track or you must play basketball. Oh, or, you are just
0: never perceived as a gymnast yeah, I was just never on your perceived image. Just uh-huh, based on uh-huh. like
1: the way I mm-hmm. was built or mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe it was the way I present myself. Like, nobody ever would guess gymnast. Yeah. Never. Yeah. And, and being in a non traditional, like, well, I I wouldn't say it's, like, not a non-traditional sport, but, like, one where, like, as a mask-presenting female, you mm-hmm. don't see that many mask-presenting lesbian women in gymnastics. I don't think you really see any. Yeah. And so, no. I was really, like, an anomaly for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, and I don't really, I don't know. I just, gymnastics the thrill and I think too that's why I fighting really excites me it's like the thrill and mm-hmm. the excitement of like flipping upside down a bunch of times and like ooh, I'm going to my feet I'm going to my head I don't know like <laughs> it, it was both like the the good and the bad part about it yeah um but yeah just like being an athlete and not being like perceived as a gymnast was interesting um and being around people who were trad- like you know Generally, if you're a woman on a basketball team, you might have at least another like one or two people who identify like mate with the community. You know what I mean? I feel on like a basketball. I feel like team? there's a women's basketball, softball, certain sports where like they're all gay. they're stereotypical, no, right, yeah, gay. They're like, you know? gay.
0: But I mean, the stats are there, the numbers are there. I mean, <laughs> the statistics. Like the Tell NCAA truth. basketball tournament is on right now. Like <laughs> I hate to judge, but there's an awful lot of lesbian-looking ladies play basketball yeah those are kind of traditional stereotypical i can't even yeah you can't say traditional stereotypically mask lesbian sports um and it is kind of it's kind of you know i didn't get it as much but people would see me as a mask lesbian and just presumed i i played ball and i'm like bro i'm five foot Like
1: Yeah, I'm horrible at basketball. Four on a strong day. (laughs)
0: Like, you know, no. Like, lesbians do other sports as well. We don't (laughs) all play basketball, you
1: know. As much as I would like to, you know, say I'm good at basketball just for the clout. Nah, bro, I'm trash at basketball. I'm trash. And it's funny, too, because fighters, female fighters, it's so weird. Like, the first time I started watching UFC and just watching fighting in general and, like, being around more fighters... I'm always like, you know, my gaydar, I was like, my gaydar is great. I know when people are gay, like, you know, I generally always know. And then I see these big built butch ass women and they're like fucking married to their coaches. And they're like, there's like either there's two types of fighters There's either like gay fighters. Or fighters married to their coach. And I'm like, what's going on here? It's, I mean, like,
0: <laughs> it's funny. And how they're it's all just like
1: big and butch. Strong as big, strong as strong fuck. As so hell, like,
0: shortcuts and everything. Yeah. So. Like <laughs> tattoos.
1: And I'm like, y'all are really throwing my radar to a spin right now. Way off. I'm glad
0: you had that same struggle. I did too. I was like, you know, when I first started doing jujitsu and MMA, I'm like, I'm gonna find me so many stud friends. It's gonna be awesome. There's gonna be so many other lesbians. Like, cause you I'm like, you have to be like crazy to want to be a female that does this i'm like oh it's gonna be like lesbians everywhere no they're all they're all straight girls married to their coaches for sure like the i just knew i was gonna find a lesbo bro friend like right off the rip nah all all straight girls Damn. and i'm like who are y'all dating and i'm all like straight Ugh, girls. and it be like ugly fighter people too sorry <laughs> <laughs> there's one or two no i mean and then also like it like this is super stereotypical like in in mma and jujitsu especially, like, I don't know if this is on topic, but mm. I'm going to come, as a matter of fact, I'm going to come for the fans or, or like the guys that participate okay. in jujitsu and martial arts because the, the level of how hot you need to be considered to be hot is all skewed in martial arts. Like, you got the most average girls, no offense, but these girls are so average. And if you put on a gi oh and like God. a purple belt- Dudes are gonna like fall over oh, you. I'm telling man. you, if there's any straight girls right now, go into the first jujitsu gym you can find or the first Muay Thai gym you can find. Just put on some boxing gloves and your hot oh, meter is—you're yeah. getting like four extra for points for sure, for sure. And yeah, some, and I didn't get it at first. Like I would be training in jujitsu and the guys would be like, "I'm not gonna name drop. I'm sorry," but they would be like, "So and so is so hot. Oh my god, she is so." And I'm looking like who? Like her? I'm like, she looks like eight other girls in yeah. this room she's our just weird. Wearing-
1: our hetero listen look apparently the guys like the athletic women sometimes i mean that's a new thing to me to be honest that's a new kind of phenomenon because i feel like like when i was growing up i was teased i was literally teased for being athletic and stronger than the guys like they would call me a boy because i could outrun the boys and i would be like bro you're just mad because like I could arm out arm wrestle you? Like, what's the deal? And, Superman. And then, yeah. Superman. And then, you know, so we have those guys who, are like, maybe are,
0: like... Well, I am referring to MMA, martial okay, arts MMA fans. Dudes, and those yeah. are... MMA dudes are nerds. Like, sorry, guys. You are. Like, we, it's okay. Most of them know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're either a participant and therefore an athlete, yeah. or you're...
1: There's MMA dudes, a <laughs> and then there's dudes at the gym, who will come up to you and be like, No, this
0: is how you hit the bag, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> Look, so we have a whole special episode <laughs> for guys like that. I could talk time out. I no, I could we could do a whole season on males at the gym that that do Ooh, stupid gadgets. shit. Gym. <laughs> <laughs> niggas at the gym like this is how you should lift. oh your form's off you should punch like this did you I should wrestle like that you should spot spri- did you. i even look at you we look, we were just at the gym yesterday trying to cut weight grown-ass men gonna tell us like oh don't cook in there too long I yeah like, we were Brother. sitting in the sauna don't you have a heart attack? Yeah, Men we were sitting in the sauna, the and then we're like, oh, yeah,
1: we're going to sit in here for, like, 30 minutes. And he was like, oh, man, no, that's a long time. Don't
0: make sure you're okay. And I'm like, bro, mind your business. <laughs> Listen, if there's any male, straight male listening to this right now and you're at the gym, do not approach that girl. Don't. Leave her alone. I know you might think you're being helpful, but it's just weird.
1: Leave her alone. People are at the gym to find peace.
0: Inner peace. Get and the fucking
1: she, workout done and leave. Like, and they don't want to talk to, to you. And if she to hire someone,
0: she'd hire a professional, not yo ass.
1: <laughs> right? And I stay seeing niggas <laughs> lifting wrong at the gym, too. And stay on the correct
0: other bro, people, Your bro. knees
1: are buckling. Stop. <laughs> right? <laughs> but he's like, but it's 300 pounds, bro. And I'm like, I don't care if it's 300 pounds if you're literally squatting incorrectly. But yeah, whatever. So side <laughs> note, leave her alone. We Let her, her finish her, her workout, workout in peace. In
0: peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... That's not the time. Yeah. Just being a woman
1: in a sport where, like, the representation is not there was definitely an interesting experience to bring yeah. it all full circle. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now being, like, in fighting, where it's so many people who look like one way, it might be the different. It's like, it's kind of almost like relieving. Yeah. It's like, you know, I don't have to fit into a certain box because there are no boxes in martial Mm -hmm. arts, really. Mm -hmm. Like you Mm -hmm. can do your own thing. You can be your own person. You can have your own attitude. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really funny because a lot of my friends would say like, you found a sport doing something that you always wanted to do. You always wanted to fucking fight people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit of a hothead look. I've been in arguments with niggas on streets, and they're oh, like, word. it's funny how you ended up doing exactly what you always wanted to be doing, just throwing hands. Throw so, hands. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know, it's hopefully. Been, it's been fun. Don't throw too many hands. Definitely. But this is, yeah, martial arts is definitely a sport where you can be yourself. Yeah. Like, you can be, no matter who you are. Um, I've seen all kinds of people in kickboxing, martial arts, jiu-jitsu. I mean, what color hair? Tall, short, round, skinny. Um, yeah. And oh, man, girl, and, and matter of fact, everybody, get up, go to their local martial arts gym, get to go, a membership, go, go, go do a little kickboxing class. It'll help you out. A little a little little jiu-jitsu. Mm, yeah. All right. And you'll
1: love it. I think you like it's it's eye opening because <clears> <throat> it's not only is it an athletic event, like it's like you know athletic activity but also martial arts has a lot to do with like balancing your life and you know um
0: oh, the stress relief yeah it's amazing just,
1: it's healthy for your mind body and soul yeah
0: you get to punch things y'all getting in trouble for it All Come on. yeah sometimes people it's great yeah yeah so now we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the
1: lesbian athletes who kind of paved the way for um us, you know, regular lesbo folks. <laughs> to, us regular lesbos. Yeah. Like some of the first le some of the first out athletes and um some of our favorite out athletes and how being out in um the athletic scene has had any effect on us, I guess. Um but yeah, w- the first person who I always think about when we talk about like lesbian um, athletes, which is pretty funny, is like Billie Jean King. Mm -hmm. Like Billie Jean King was like as out as you can be in like 1965. (laughs) (laughs) Was it that long
0: ago? (laughs) it was definitely
1: like she the, was is that, the, and she, she gave you the butch. late 60s the late 60s early 70s okay a year as out as you could be in a sport like tennis yeah and yeah. um you know she had the shortcut she was always walking around with like her hairstylist her stylists <laughs> were like mad cool or whatever and <laughs> like not only did she like pave the way for women to have equal pay in tennis um but she was also like came out later in her career, mm-hmm. um, not in her career, I think she had already retired when she came out, but like,
0: yeah, I think um,
1: so, you know, now she's kind of like not she's not known for being like a homosexual, but like you know she's one of the she's women that one of the out women who've paved the way for women in general, mm-hmm. to certainly be known for
0: being a feminist in yes. tennis, she mm-hmm. definitely um, and I think she kind of paved the way for like Maria Nartalova, she was definitely the next one in tennis that I feel like was super out, I think. That's she's the only other one I can remember. That's kind of a generation fast. <laughs> Please tell me she's a lesbian. Uh, I'm pretty. Maria, Martina. Martina. Oh my Navratilova? God. Navratilova. Yeah, I feel like she's the next generation of out lesbian in tennis. She came out after Billie Jean King. Yeah. Please Lord, this is gonna be oh worse than when we thought. Oh yeah, yeah, huh? You oh. right? Okay. So I'm always I always get
1: their uh, names confused. But yeah, now that I look at her face, I had to Google her face. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's 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 her. <laughs> He's her, yep. right? Mm-hmm. She was out. She was out. Yeah, I really, I, I love that now. And then we've got, obviously, like, um, I can't think of any, like, basketball. I, di- I didn't follow basketball until, like, you know, I was kind of an adult. So, yeah. I know, like, now I know, like, Chrissy Ace. I know, so it's hard to no, say. No, half the
0: WNBA, guys. I know,
1: half the, I mean, no, we would be here all day if good we, we wanted to list yeah. every lesbian in the WNBA. Like,
0: we've we'd, got good numbers. <laughs> we'd be here all day. I mean, yeah. Um,
1: I'm 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 quite familiar with like the concept of being like a WNBA wife. Yeah. No. <laughs> like that's that's a big thing these days.
0: <laughs> so I did some research for this and apparently Cheryl Swoops was the first to be openly gay in the WNBA. Nice. Um, but I don't know if that's. So I feel like when I saw that. So another shout out to openly gay um, is Liz Carmouche mm-hmm. Is the first openly yep. gay woman to fight in the UFC. And it was funny. I remember being at she home. Was the first. She, she was, so I remember being at home when Open. she fought Ronda, Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. for the title. The first women's. Beat that bitch up. She didn't. She didn't beat her. Oh, She took her back, man. <laughs> Liz Carmouche, You had her back. Well, that's all right. Mm-hmm. You're right there come to jiu right? everybody but so i remember they made a thing about it she had a rainbow mouthpiece nice. and she was out and i remember it being real cool and i remember almost doing the same thing at home but like i mean she is technically the first openly gay woman in ufc but she's also like the first one i was like there's got to be a million of us so i kind of felt oh. like but apparently there's not but i kind of felt like that with cheryl swoops like you know, she's out. She's the first openly out one, but she probably isn't the first, is what I'm saying. No. She's just the first one to, like, say it and do right, it. Right, yeah. So I wanted to give Liz Carmouche. You know, Liz Carmouche was the first to put the rainbow mouthpiece in. I was like, go ahead, girl.
1: She's been out, you know, but away. thanks.
0: And there's definitely
1: some out um, soccer players oh, in, on the U.S. team. A and, ton. Yeah. Who's the
0: one uh, that's married to Sue Bird? Hmm.
1: Uh, She's Is it Megan? No,
0: Rapino Yeah, it might yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. We're we're like really I, good at I, I'm our. Bad, lesbian. I'm bad at names, but
1: we're I know the faces. But I think we're yeah, Megan, good. Megan Rapineau. Yeah, they were they were swooning over her when she came yeah. out. Man, there's some more now in soccer.
0: There's um, got to be tons. Yeah, I just I'm think there's tons. On the first, like, Maybe I'm openly, still biased.
1: Openly gay gymnast. There might there's some NCAA definitely, yeah. but yeah. you know you don't have the same platform on NCAA. I mean, you kind of do, but it depends on the school you go mm-hmm. to and, and like you know. Um, I know UCLA always does a really big pride meet, um, pride gymnastics meet with their with their team. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so cool. There, you see a lot more of those things popping up in NCAA. Um, yeah, but for it's women, cultural, it's kind of almost probably been uh, like easy it easier i would say than than like male sports for sure because other women don't really care like i haven't really like i feel like niggas care a lot more for some reason even though it's not their business right like so all the like gay men who came out in football or whatever they were all like ostracized by their team and yeah not all of them obviously but like you know it, it, it's proven to be a lot harder for men to come out around other men yeah yeah and uh,
0: like as i was doing some research and looking up a lot of the guys especially in the early 2000 2010 2015 they were coming out after they retired and mm, i can't yeah. imagine what oh what they'd be like oh my god, god what are you like. doing
1: in the locker room <laughs> oh my god
0: don't look at me uh side note yeah i mean most of our listeners should probably know this but if you're a guy that's in a locker room and you're worried about a gay teammate, he's not looking at you, probably. Yeah. So. And then
1: you're probably also gay. Like, if probably, you're worried about you're so somebody worried, for sure. being gay towards you, you might yeah. want to, like, look internally and, and you might be projecting. So. Yeah, you might be. You might
0: be. Keep listening to the podcast. You might learn some things. <laughs> maybe.
1: You know, maybe you should communicate those feelings um, to a therapist. But yeah. anyway. <laughs>
0: I actually saw um, an openly gay male at, a wka a a world kickboxing association which is an amateur kickboxing tournament years ago when i was an amateur and we were i was preparing to fight it at a at a uh, amateur mma fight and they were doing amateur kickboxing and he had on pink and he was effeminate and he had glitter in his hair and he was like y'all can't see me but he was like effeminate like flipping his hair Mm. and like And like prancing and like crossing his legs and then everyone, of course, you know, all the guys was all like getting all uncomfortable, like, oh, it's a fruity boy in here. I'm like, alright, I don't want to relax. (laughs) But his team was super cool. And then like he was hitting pads to warm up and homeboy was cracking. He was like, I was like, he about to set that boy about to mess y'all up. So I don't remember how he did. I'm pretty sure he did good. But I remember being like Go ahead, boy, because that was a long time ago, an environment that he was really brave to be in.
1: Yeah, and and dudes, like, if you want to try some sports and you feel like, y'all, you know, if you're part of the community and, you know, there are people who will support your athletic um, aspirations, you know, you just got to find the right place around a welcoming environment and you know, cause I know a lot of people who, um, you know, wanted to be in sports but were teased for being, you know, effeminate or mm-hmm. like outwardly gay and like not accepted by like team sports because their team was like, oh, you know, you know, you go over here and f- do stuff with the girls, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, um, that could definitely be keeping stopping some people from following their athletic you know aspirations and goals and it shouldn't you you gotta just find find and build the the folks around you who are gonna uh you know support you and that's in anything in
0: life yeah anything anything and also as an athlete like I don't care who you go home to. Can we win? Like, right. if we on a team, I don't <laughs> care what you <laughs> do if you can catch you this nice, ball. I don't <laughs> care who the fuck you sleeping I with, d- bro. I, I, do like, team, I do not <laughs> care. I do not care. my team. <laughs> I do not care. If you putting up baskets, points, whatever sport you play, That's go ahead. What do what do your thing. Yep. I ain't even mad at you. <laughs> Y'all need to yeah, open up Damani, the locker room.
1: Um, our brother was talking about the other day, and this might, like, transition a little bit into our next topic. He's playing uh, pickup basketball at the court, like, at some open court, and he's, like, I'm playing with um, a trans woman. And he was mm-hmm. like, man, she was getting <laughs> points, dog. Like, she was getting points, and it wasn't a, She was... Dropping k- buckets. Kicking our ass, actually. And I was like, that is the funniest shit I ever heard, dog. Like, that is... <laughs> that is hilarious. But yeah, um, that's kind of a little our 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 qualm of the week, I suppose.
0: Is it? Well, yeah, I guess it could be our qualm of the week. We also have Olympics on our oh, on yes. our. Out- we have Olympics so on our outline a, for today's episode. No. Yeah, we've got a couple. Yeah, we've got a couple of qualms this uh. week. Um, yeah, trans trans in sports um is definitely more controversial than yes. being gay in sports. Mm-hmm. Just when Way you thought more. you were over the gay hump. Now you have trans in sports, and there's a whole another pickle for people to digest.
1: Well, yeah, like
0: other people, which is the irony yeah. in it, because it's really try to, other like, people. Talk
1: a little bit about our opinion on people, or like trans people in sports, because, um, yeah, and it's and even way more recently, it's been a huge deal po- politically. You see. Um, some states banning trans people from participating in organized sporting events in schools you're seeing um, people get sex tested for like international sporting events and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and um, you know it's a it's a big deal like uh, and I know, Sajar, you have a lot of big opinions on this topic. Let's <laughs> talk about it. Like, I'm going to try
0: not to get canceled today. Yeah,
1: trans people in sports. What is that like? First of all, why is it
0: controversial? That's kind of for people who may not know. Um. Well, for laymen, well, I think one of the reasons that makes it controversial is a lot of people who make the rules in sports aren't the participating athletes themselves yeah a lot of people who govern professional sports or collegiate or academic level sports often don't play those sports or never have so I don't know why they're in such a position to make rules anyway so I mean if, if, if I can get long explanation short I believe that trans people should be able to play however at a certain level it should be in their own league and I know it really gets people worked up because I'm a lesbian and I and I don't think that trans people should be mistreated like trans black trans women are some of the most murdered people yeah, in this country and, just- and so this has nothing to do with human rights i think <laughs> <No>. <laughs> as a hu- I think all humans should be treated fairly and not murdered for any reason, you know, yeah, so it has nothing to do with human rights and everything to do with competition and and for me as especially as a combat athlete, I'm in yeah. a sport where my consciousness is forever on the line, yeah. like my like the one wrong move, and I could wake up with lights <laughs> and people like, "Hey, kid, what day is it you know." <laughs> And so it's just it's just a matter of 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 the physical advantage that some trans people may have in sports and that's where it's controversial. Yeah. And I think that with trans and sports there's a thin line that we have to play as people and as Americans where where is where is the line between being fair to the trans person and fair to everyone else who's everyone competing. Else who's competing. Yeah. And I think that's where it gets it gets controversial. Yeah. And I use examples where Damani is is getting his ass whooped at a pickup game like that's not that bad if my brother is getting slam dunked on by a trans person good for him he's playing pickup ball at (laughs) at the LA fitness yeah (laughs) you know whatever do your thing bro but when it comes to professional sports and I think really especially academic and collegiate sports where the physical advantages can really be drastic um I think that trans people should not be allowed to participate in yeah male and female sports, especially unfortunately a male to female, especially yeah
1: and I think to transgendered people there's just so much gray within that alone, right, like because you have transgendered people who have transitioned and who might be taking hormones, who might have had a gender reassignment surgery. And then you have trans people who may not have done that at all or something in between. So, you know, like, how does that come into play when we're talking about what league that you're supposed to be kind of inserting yourself in when you're doing um, competitive, high-level sports? Right. Like, as a child, okay, if you have a kid who's transgender i think it's not that big of a deal especially if it's prepubescent. yeah that they play yeah, i pre- think pre-puberty all kids yeah, all y'all should Just be together yeah, everyone agree. should play together yeah. because you don't
0: have any physical advantages you're all six
1: yeah doesn't matter <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yeah at six don't any one of y'all could be taller than the other one you see girls bigger than boys and boys bigger than girls and i think prepubescent. yeah i'm not really tripping but i think once we get especially like once high, you school, get to high school college yeah. because now people's lives are on the line yeah. like there are some kids out here who have been and not to say that the trans person isn't but there are some people out here whose lives could be drastically affected by the result of competing against someone who may have an unfair advantage mm-hmm. and i the argument i get a lot from other people in the community and for other people who are pro for trans participating in sports is um you know they work just as hard too or you know the the yeah. loving, you know what about their feelings and their results and it's just you know, is it, you know, one of the one things that jumped out at me, because um, I get email, I get DMs all the time. Would you fight a trans person? I get this question quite a bit. And when I say no, people are so surprised. But it's just like, yeah, well, like, <laughs> yeah, like it's it's I wouldn't want to fight a woman on steroids and I wouldn't want to fight. A person who transitions into being a woman either. I think both yeah. of those are disadvantage advantages to me. Yeah. And I think it also depends
1: on the sport. Like, it depends on the sport. So, obviously, as a fighter, you've got a little bit more to risk, right? But then there's, like, um, there's other sports where I feel like it wouldn't really be that big of an issue. Like, we have an instance where a young woman, um, this is not a trans person, but this is just a woman who kicked for the men's um, football team, Mm -hmm. was, like, the field goal kicker. Or something like that. Like when you're there, sports where there's so many different positions. You played all things. Like, I, I don't see I know, how yeah. with team sports it's kind of different because, like, do what do are the advantages big enough for it to be significant? Where it's like, is that another? And and two, we talked a little bit about this before. Like, there's a big difference between a um, male transition to female mm-hmm. and then a female transition to male. Yeah. Because yeah, major, yeah. Because a female transitioning to male, then going into an all male, um, like sport or league, they might be at a disadvantage.
0: They um, might be undersized. Physically. They're gonna, they're gonna be, be, undersized. They might be Smaller, like you know, I mean, just built up, depending on and the it stature. could be dangerous because yeah, there. That's a toxic environment for anyone transitioning in any yeah. direction, mm-hmm. but especially I would think female to male. I'm guessing. That's physically dangerous because there's gonna be some toxic dude out there that's gonna wanna be like hey, you. One of us now. We know those guys. Mm. Um.
1: Yeah. But then you have the the male to female transition where it's just like realistically you have had testosterone, higher levels of testosterone within your body for who knows how long, right? Right. And and you might be on. Um, estrogen you might be taking hormonal balancers or whatever it is but you still for however many years that you were that assigned gender like you know you kind of as you know and it's not their fault or anything we're not sitting here like pointing fingers and blaming there's just not enough there's not a enough clear scientific research or enough to really know what's what's dangerous for all athletes in participation not just the trans athletes because you have to think about the not trans athletes people who are also competing in the same yeah like thing
0: and i and i think with that especially because there's so much unknown i think it's especially it kind of makes me feel like especially that they should not participate yeah. which i mean i know i know just i'm pretty sure i can feel people cringing i I, <laughs> I feel myself cringe when i say it out loud but i just feel like it's just not fair to the vast majority of other people. Yeah. I feel like people make such a big stink when a woman's on steroids. Like, if you find a woman on steroids, or men, anyone on steroids at the Olympics, every Olympics, there's a steroid story. Every yeah. Olympics. People are like, take <laughs> their medals. Well, this year, we have some more Olympics to talk about. Yep. <laughs> um, everyone, if you've been under a rock, we know which steroid story is this year, but we'll get to that one in a second. But, like, people lose their minds like this person is on steroids they are cheating how many times have you seen i mean the michael not michael phelps the guy on the bike they took all his tour de frances the home run guy they took all his home run records you know and so to me that's a form of cheating i'm not saying that transgender people are cheating but you are in many cases not all in many cases putting yourself at a physical advantage and like doing my research you know like some of them are just you know we won't there was a swimmer at university of pennsylvania who was swimming as a male athlete for the first three years of at the time his swimming career this person transitioned into female started taking hormones the ncaa said you gotta take at least a year on hormones before you can compete as a female This person took the year doing hormones, came back to compete as a female. Smoked Smoking Girls.
2: (laughs) Smoking
0: girls. Breaking record after record after record. So this person went from a mediocre. Crazy. This person went from a mediocre, average, average male swimmer, to now breaking record after record after record as a female. And all I'm thinking is who's the girl in second place? Yeah. The girl in second place who's like, look, um... Yeah, and they had
1: already competed three years as a different gender, and now you're, you you know, okay, you're on, you're on the hormones and everything, but... I don't know. I don't know. And this they should have handled that differently. Differently.
0: I think. The athlete was like, well, what? Should I not swim because I wanted to become who I am? I'm like, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. It's,
1: it's it's Yes, ma'am. You can't swim now. It's too much of a great yes. area. And I think the most immediate answer without, you know, the most immediate answer would be just a trans league. But you don't have enough trans people in sports right now I mean, look, to have
0: trans leagues for a they, lot of sports. But that's how they start. Yeah. You got to start wasn't somewhere. Enough, right? There wasn't mm-hmm. enough girls for the girls' basketball team in 1950, and now we have Title IX. Yeah. There wasn't enough girls doing MMA for years, mm-hmm. and now we have four divisions in the UFC. Like, and, you know, yeah, you I think somewhere. it's getting over the, the fairness, and, you know, people really get worked up when I say this, but... As an athlete, as a professional athlete, and as a collegiate athlete, I'm pretty sure me knows there are some people out here who will do anything to win. Yeah. There are some people out here who do anything yeah. to win, and that. Not-
1: and I'm thinking about that swimmer too. Like, if, if they, <clears throat> honestly, I say this and I believe it wholeheartedly, if that was a black man transitioning oh,
0: to a woman, my God, it,
1: there's no, I don't think that that would be, they would boycott no before. Yeah, they let that there's no woman way swim. that that would be a thing, and that kind of, and we talk. That kind of transitions into the Olympic story of the, the doping. We had the um so the Winter Olympics is is happening right now and you have this young Russian girl, um Camila uh Camila oh, or
0: Lord, we Oh, Lord.
1: Valeva or something.
0: I had it written down. And
1: she um tested positive for an illegal substance a legal performance enhancing substance before the uh 2022 winter olympics and was um cleared still cleared to compete in the olympics with some you know caveats but she was still able to compete and then we have our young the 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 summer olympics shikari richardson who tested positive for marijuana which is not a performance enhancing drug months before the Olympics was even happening and she couldn't compete in her event.
0: She was not allowed to compete. She was not allowed there, to compete. The what, one of the, what is going on here? The, okay, so one of the Olympic officials came out and made a statement about it Okay, and said something, which was a total fucking cop-out and don't quote me directly because I don't have it in front of me, but it was something along the lines that Shikari's test came in before the race started before the games started, so they had time to pull her. But this particular ice skater girl, the results hadn't come in until after she had already started the competition, so they allowed her to finish. Sounded like pure cop out. Yeah, to like me. come on. And the other thing that I think is also a major cop out is the caveat that they gave the Russian girl is that um, if she meddled, they wouldn't do a medal ceremony
1: right Again. but what about the other people <gasps> on the, the podium they people just don't be thinking it just don't make no Damn. sense to me
0: like so like, not a whole thing and uh spoiler alert we're and also if you're listening to this we're about like you know it's not uh, this isn't live so our dates might be a little off but as of the recording that girl got fourth place oh so the universe sprinkled a little justice in there (laughs) i feel bad for the girl she's 15 you know but they made all that stink about her and about the medal ceremony and how if she won they would not give her a medal ceremony she ended up having a terrible performance after the controversy
1: yeah i mean
0: fell all the way to fourth place two of her teammates medaled no one even talks about them ah that no one even knows now we made all this funk about the russian girl and now her whole competition has come and gone, and we have three Olympic medalists in ice skating, and no one knows because we're still talking about um, this 15-year-old girl. But I think it was very unfair and quite racist that this girl was allowed to skate in yeah. Shikari yeah. who came out and said it, was like, I smoke a little weed, and this girl has, like, like this
1: heart is like medication. like a heart medication. It was like, and everyone knows weed is not a performance-enhancing drug by any means
0: by right? any means
1: and in a lot of sports i mean i guess as the biggest international the rules are different but you know they uh, there's a lot of different rules when it comes to doping and what drugs are legal and what drugs are not in different areas where you compete so yeah it just like what were were either of them right no i mean you fail the drug test you fail the drug test but the the it the rules are always... The, the finish line is always seeming to to be moved for for people who look like us. And that's yeah. just the reality of it. Like, we talk a lot about being women and being gay, but, like, the reality is being a black person in athletics is a huge, like, you know, is a huge deal. Like, in whatever sport that you're in, you know, you're either expected as a black person to be super dummy athletic and great at everything you do because you're black. Oh, for sure. Or, you know... And and in fighting and being a black woman fighting, um, other women of other ethnicity, you know, we're even outside of sports, black women are already labeled aggressive. Serena and, Williams, and yeah, and they're always like even that whole um, in the U.S. Open when she got uh, nearly disqualified. Over a horrible umpire call. Oh, yeah. And they drew a whole comic about her, like, being a gorilla and throwing a temper tantrum on the court. Where, I remember where, where that. Where men and uh, white men all the time in tennis are throwing, breaking their rackets, acting a damn fool. Oh, my God. But the black one dude women almost
0: sniped the umpire. Did. Did did. Snipe the, he sniped that lady. Yeah, and we I mean, he did get right.
1: disqualified. That's, that was Djokovic. And, and they get, kicked him out of Australia. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. He, <laughs> he, he's wild. But, like, just being a black woman in sports, you're always automatically going to face some sort of, like, turmoil, some sort of oh, dramatic 100%. story, something. And so, you know... It's important for us black women to stick together and make our tribes I- within sports and kind of support one another and
0: always root for the black girl.
1: Always. Yeah. I'm rooting
0: for everyone black. Everyone black. Just, everybody black. Is that on that? Yeah. Everybody black. Everybody especially everybody black and female. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And you black know. and lesbian. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've never really met an uncool black lesbian for real, for being honest, like a you know
0: no, me neither yeah <laughs> <laughs> trying to think now with went through my rolodex yeah, i think yeah trying to think I, I mean aside from like random other studs that ice girl you in the street oh yeah yeah there's aside from one of those <laughs> but once you get to talking yeah <laughs> you're pretty cool yeah you're pretty cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'd be the so. stud that can't fight either <laughs> so free shikari richardson
2: and she's Freer. another
0: one. This, these controversies are oh, messed up too. Oh, she's gay too. She obviously she's part of the community. Repres- she is. Shikari is part of the yeah. part of the community. Twenty twenty four, Riri. Ree- yeah, get get her done. Get her done. Twenty twenty four. So, yeah. so um, what else do we have? No, that I think that's it.
1: That's our episode on sports. Um, yeah, we touched on a lot of different stuff. Talk about being a female, a black female in sports, non-traditionally research. or not non-stereotypical lesbian sports and stereotypical lesbian sports and, and trans people in sports. And, and that's an ongoing conversation because as, you know, as the science and the, you know, stuff comes back, statistics and whatnot... About trans people in sports participating, we'll, we'll never know. I mean, you know, realistically, what's happening right now is they're trying to push trans people out of being able to participate in sports, and you know, that's saddening. But real, also on the other hand, there are athletes like us who, who you know, would not like to fight.
0: Would not, not going to fight not a
1: trans it. person just because I feel like it would hurt.
0: I, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like it, it <laughs> yeah. I think I think we are a long way away from having a trans league. Um, we'll see what happens. And again, like, before anyone sends me death threats or hate mail, <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing to do with human rights. I, If you're a trans person who is living your life in any other way, shape, or form, I am not minding your business. Do you, boo? Just don't sign me. up. Don't try to punch me in the face, though. Because... <laughs> yikes because i will not sign the waiver yeah (laughs) it will be assault i'm not gonna do it
1: all right thanks for listening folks tune in in two weeks for our next episode we're rolling now on episode yeah we're rolling episode six in a couple weeks
0: um look guys we ask for it every every episode and i'm gonna keep pestering y'all to death like follow subscribe and please please send us questions if you're listening on spotify scroll up just a little bit and we have a little poll and questionnaire at the bottom um, let us know your qualm of the week, and um, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Yep. Uh-huh. Peace out. It Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsors. We've got Hot Heat Sneakers. They've got the best J's, Yeezys, Off-Whites, all the hot deals and all the hot kicks. Follow them at Hot Heat Sneakers at Instagram and uh, HotHeatSneakers.com Our music is brought to you by
1: Chibuguzo, a Maryland local alternative and R&B band. You can like and follow them at Chibuguzo on Instagram. That's at chibuguzo U Z O three zero one And like, share, subscribe
2: And as always, see you next time I feel a hundred piece I'm searching deeper in a I think I found it for my inner piece I'm working on it patiently the I forgot what I wanna say. T-S-I-L-E, baby, please. Oh, hey. Hey, baby. baby, I see you wearing olive green. My hair is not burgundy. That's as a baby. I got the lavender in me. Uh-uh. Remember when Jordan had green? Uh-uh-uh. we growing up to better things. Uh-uh. Every year it's better things. Oh, I'm saying I'm working to the family. Now well weather light, like, oh, yeah Let me ride, but I've been holding red books Lately I've been lost, lately I've been Yeah, and I mean I don't even wanna play, baby I am trying to go up the stairs and lay, lay Yeah, yeah, I mean nothing better I saw surrender, mister I say, where's the kitchen? Yeah. I might catch a witcher. I might break the picture. I might break the frame. I got new bag, handbags. I'm walking fast. I mean, yeah, I wanna see your damn nap. I said, wait, I'm coming back into the lap. Yeah, one more for life to victory. Thank you for ain't missing me. Yeah, I wanna make sure that I'm coming home and kissing me. Greatest thing I ever seen. Yeah, I got no fucking key. i Put that shit on my life. Say huh. time, love that nigga with life. You know, I done seen them like with my eyes Like every day. Yeah, we before Like plants from the crowd to see, Like roots that up down They see me Yeah, like, whoa well, Yeah, they proud to see me Yeah, I got that Gemini fly As a motherfucking Peter Pan Going to the super land Higher than a motherfucking flying pan Got the oil popping up Right until my stuff uh, Right into my skin, man Burning like a wind, man Man, I hope I win there Yeah, I hope I win there Yeah, I'm just you know I'm grinding just to get it. Yeah, I got a light strip and I light it. Yeah, and I might hit, might type it, might just tackle Mike Tyson. I mean, I don't like chick like Tyson. i I just wanna get right, right with. Start dust it off, put it in the well. Hey, Jonah, um, Jonavard, hey, on the charge, blowing stars. Ooh, I'm a my fucking car. Ooh, need a new. Ooh, got it, that. That's gonna be the truth. Hey, hey, you know it's that way, yeah. Hey, we need to prove it. Need to see who ooh, ooh, How it spread Say how you say who Tell me how you say it's so good, made me wanna stay or make me wanna leave you, made me wanna Believe you, made me wanna reject you. Now nah, I got the next you how I feel about it, I don't know inside it, and it's fucking childish, don't know how to talk, it's not a fucking topic, I don't want to discuss, it. this shit is disgusting, I get on the cusp of brilliance and I let it go, this time I just cut it though, like a fucking firefly, I don't be in Delaware, I be smoking my oh my, I be feeling high oh high, I don't need nobody to